Welcome to Play USA. Thanks to Education USA, your official source on US higher education, providing programs and resources to help you get to a US college. Search online for Education USA Australia. Welcome to another episode of Play USA, where we catch up with Brisbane's Eric Padam. He's just finished his freshman year over at the University of Arizona. He's had a great start uh, to the spring. He was 11 and 4 in doubles and 22 and 6 uh, in doubles in the fall. He was partnering uh, Gustav Strom, the Swede, and what a NCAA tournament uh, Arizona had. They made the last 16. Of course, they were hosts for the first two rounds. They beat Boise and Oklahoma State 4-0. They made it all the way up to the Sweet 16 uh, at the USTA National uh, Campus in Orlando. They went down to the eventual runners-up, Ohio State. Eric gives us a great rundown into his first year at Arizona. First of all, I didn't really want to go to college at first. I sort of just wanted to, after I finished school, just go on tour and start playing. Because I was at school at BBC, and a lot of the coaches there, did go to college and they sort of put the idea in my head and like you, you've got time to develop you don't have to be you don't have to make it 18 and 19 like there's a lot, of, a lot of players that break through later in their career so like I and they they told me especially with my game style that it, it does take time to to hone it and uh have that little breakthrough so that's what got the idea of college into my head and then so from there, I got in contact with Nicole Keneally who is like an agent and she helped me get in contact with a few schools and I took I took a few visits and I just really loved the connection with Arizona with the boys and the coaches and uh yeah sort of made a spare the moment decision it was like yep I'm coming here because many players don't actually visit their college before going to the US so they see pictures and videos and they do zoom calls do you feel like visiting different universities really helped make an impact on your choice yeah definitely I think yeah, when I I had the choice to do the visit tonight, and I I sort of wanted to do it right and and really really make a good decision because it's a decision for the next four years of my life. So I don't really want to make a bad one. So yeah, I, I took the visits, and I think on those visits you really get to because on on calls you can you can talk to the coaches and and sort of get to get to know the coaches really well, but you don't really get to know the players. And I think the biggest thing for me was when I was on those visits. I sort of saw the connections between the players and how they, especially under pressure as well, how they, they come together under the pressure. And I think that's what set apart Arizona from the rest was just the connection between the boys and and the coaching staff. Just when times became tough in, in dual matches, they just, they came together. And I think I really liked that when I, when I saw them play. Because I, I guess it's a whole different experience. You know, you played the ITFs before coming over to college and then, You've been in college for a year. You saw the boys play while you're on the visits there. What sort of differences are there from an environmental standpoint? Obviously, they're still playing tennis. It's the same sport, but there are a lot of differences. Yeah, definitely. And even even a, cu- a couple of tournaments I played after college, like you can just really, you really feel a difference. Like it's a lot, it's a lot quieter out there and on, on the future tour. Like there's no, there's no big commands after every point. I'd say there's a lot more adversity to deal with in college, which which I guess makes you tougher mentally, and on obviously it's it's a it's a, a kind of a different system. You play a set of doubles and then you go straight into your singles, no warm up. So there are definitely a lot of diff- yeah, it's the same sport, but definitely a lot of differences you have to deal with. And I think being in college, dealing with those differences, 
like it, it helped helped me at least convert back to like regular tennis, like playing regular tournaments. Like it, it made it pretty easy. So you fly over to Tucson in the fall, August of 2022, last year. You meet the team. What else goes on when you get to Arizona? Um, there were a lot of orientations for the first couple of days, which is normal, I think, for most schools. Um, but yeah, as soon as I got there, I felt felt very welcome. Like all the boys introduced themselves. Like, well, I met them before, but they just all sat alone, like welcomed me with open arms. And uh, I came in with two other freshmen, Jay Fran and Dom Rowland, and we all connected pretty quickly. And yeah, like the first week, like we like after the first week, we were all pretty pretty tight knit already. And same with the coaches, like all pretty close very by, by the very first week. And yeah, I found that was like really helpful to get settled in. So you get settled in, you play a fall season. Just give us a bit of a picture of what the fall looked like uh, at Arizona. I know you played some scrimmage matches and you played some uh, ITA tournaments, probably some indoor tournaments as well. Yeah, so we had a few hidden duels. Um I think we went to we went to Harvard, uh, went to San Diego, and, uh, played a, a bunch of schools there, and I also played a couple of tournaments. One in played the Jack Kramer as well, and uh, played a tournament at home actually, uh, my first tournament at home, the Wildcat Invite, and uh, I guess it it is more individualized, but in, in those hidden duels, it still feels exactly like a dual match. So I wouldn't really separate the hidden duels in the fall and the regular duels in the spring. I guess the ones in the spring mean more, but that doesn't mean that we take the ones in the fall lightly. So you get to a new country and then off the bat, as you said, you're flying to San Diego, you're going to Harvard, which is in Massachusetts. How do you balance that while just getting into school? You've just decided a major, balancing the whole class the workload, obviously, we've got the online system now as well. How did you manage that? Um, I actually thought it was pretty easy to manage because we, we do get a lot of help from the academic centers in Tucson. Like, it's, it's, we get, we're pretty lucky. Like, we've got all our homeworks, like, we've got a list of all the homeworks we've got to do, all the due dates, and it's, we get, we do get a lot of help. So I thought for me personally, it was pretty easy to, to balance. And just give us a picture of what the team training's like. Obviously, fall and, and spring would obviously be vastly different training structures, just given the extent of matches that you're playing in the spring compared to the fall. Yeah, the fall the fall was very full on. Um, we have six days a week, obviously, with the one day rest, and every day would be an individual in the morning. So a private in the morning. Everyone would get a private in the morning every day. And then team practice in the afternoon. And then with that, we'd also do three days, three or four days a week in the gym in the mornings. And are there also challenge matches? Obviously, when I, when I went to college, we, we played challenge matches to fight for spots. I know other colleges do something similar. I know just from catching up with you during the spring, you were fighting for that spot. Um, you're in and out of doubles and you finished playing, uh, I think you played three doubles going into the NCAA. So how did that whole system uh, play out for you? And is that one of the adversities that, something that you sort of really had to overcome? Yeah, it's definitely a weird feeling, like wanting to be in, but then also wanting 
your teammates to do well. Like, like when if you don't get picked, then you yeah, for sure, you want them to do as much as like the best they can. And also, you you you'd also want to be in that spot. So I guess it, it is tough, but yeah, it's definitely it definitely makes the training sessions very intense. Like everyone's fighting for a spot, and everyone yeah, it definitely gets pretty intense in trainings. We didn't really have a a system where if you won a match you play. Um, I think it was more what the coaches thought and you just trust the coaches. I think that's a big part of college tennis where you can have 10 players, 12 players on a roster and everyone is so strong. They're very similar in standard, but you know only six players can, can play. And as you said, the, um, the matches, uh, the, the training intensity, uh, you know, everyone's wants the coach to say like, Hey, look at me. Like I'm, I'm, giving 110% here. And that's just what makes a team so much stronger. Um, if you look at a school like Ohio State, I think the top 10 guys they all had ATP points. So, you know, you can imagine how strong that is and everyone fighting, you know, for a top six spot. Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's definitely a pretty even level from top to bottom, which does make it very competitive. And I think, I think the most important thing is like we – for us, at least, we we had a meeting at the start of the season. We just said, "Look, decisions that are being made by the coaches, you can't can't let that affect your ego. Like it's just we're a team, and it's tennis is an individual sport, but in college, it's it's all about the team. And whatever the decision the coaches make, don't sulk, don't, don't wins around. Just keep put your head down and keep working, and do what's best for the team. I think that was." That was pretty drilled into us at the start, and I thought we, we did that really well throughout the season. And that's pretty important. Well, I mean, you guys finished uh, 15 in the country after the NC- your NCAA run to the Sweet 16 there. Uh, yeah, Sweet 16. We lost to Ohio State, uh, at Ohio State. Pretty heartbreaking, actually. That that was – I thought we had them. We were, we were two all, and we had uh, our number two, three, and four still on. I think we were three love up on three um, and then up a break on four and then our three started cramping and ended up losing his match and then a number two lost. So, yeah, pretty heartbreaking. For, for, for a short period, though, I thought I thought we had him. And, uh, yeah, it was just yeah really heartbreaking, especially for the seniors as well. Being, yeah, that, that was probably the most heartbreaking bit of that loss, just – just knowing that um, that's the last time you're gonna be able to play with your seniors and uh, Ohio State, were, they did they did great though. They uh, after they beat us, they they went on and they got to the final, I think. And yeah, good for them. But yeah, tough loss. I mean, let's go a step back to round of sixty four. You guys got a you started off against Boise. You won that four zero, and then you also beat Oklahoma State four zero. Obviously, that's where Chase Ferguson just graduated from. Yeah. But two very tough schools. You beat them both 4-0. You guys hosted for the first time. I mean, you guys were also 14-0 and at home, so you guys hadn't really lost a home match at all. Um, you were 5-5 five and five away, so obviously the travel would have been a little bit tougher, but let's just take it to the round of 64 and the round of 32, and you're, you're playing three dubs. You're partnering Gustav Strom, the Swede, and obviously you only play one set of tennis, and it goes very, very quick. Coaches are on the court. The crowds going nuts you can see it on the live stream but what's that whole environment like 
Yeah, I think we, uh, we definitely take pride in in not losing at home. Like we, I don't think I think we've lost one match at home in three or four years. I can't, I'm not not too sure, but around around three or four years. And yeah, we as soon as we we found out we were hosting, we just all emphasis on on taking care of business. And I think yeah, we did that really well with two four zero wins against very uh, very respectable schools. And uh, yeah, Boise, Boise are actually coached by uh, my, my head coach's brother, so that that was pretty fun. And uh, yeah, just trying to keep the intensity high and, and and sort of not intimidate, but sort of also kind of intimidate other schools when they when they come to our house. We're not we're not messing around, you know. Do you know what I mean? Like we just we're tough to beat at home. You had a, a great spring. Um, I know you, as we said before, in and out of the lineup, 11 and four in doubles in the spring, 22 and six in, in doubles in, in the fall. And obviously you're going to you know, break into that singles lineup in the future. But when, when you play tournaments back in Brizzy or if you're in Sydney or anywhere in Australia for the US summer, do you feel like college has made an, just an impact in such a short period of time when you're playing those tournaments? And, and then when you're playing against opponents who haven't gone down the college pathway, do you feel like you have a bit more of a chip on your shoulder when you're back home? I wouldn't say chip on my shoulder. I'd sort of say it's just helped me mentally, like just dealing with adversity. If someone, if there's a tough line calls, for example, like, look, just move on. Like that's pretty normal in college. And uh, like just, yeah, I, I've, I think the biggest thing was just dealing with adversity. And yeah, that, that's probably the thing that, college has helped me most just dealing with adversity and and problem solving and when you say dealing with adversity and and problem solving it's not just tennis is it obviously you've got to deal with academic adversity the adversity of being in a new environment you still you know you're in a new country as well if you have a problem you know you know your parents aren't there family's not there you've got to rely on teammates the coach and and it definitely helps you mature doesn't it oh yeah 100 percent even even just traveling traveling to another school to play them like dealing with different conditions fans yeah it's it's a, it's all it's all a lot to deal with but i think once you get into the swing of things you get used to it and it's not really a, a problem anymore it's just something that's there and you just got to deal with it and i'd love to ask you about being in tucson obviously that's like a desert the american desert it would be like the yeah. outback you know alice springs um, in the Northern Territory, but do you feel playing in that sort of dry heat has helped you as a as a player? And do you feel like that gives an advantage over schools that might travel down to play you in a dual match, like Northwestern up in Chicago, or if Harvard goes and plays you guys, or Boise uh, as well? Yeah, I think that does help, and, and training in that environment does get you stronger mentally and physically. But I think the biggest thing at home is we're altitude and when schools come to play us it's you can definitely tell at the start of the day or their first few practices like they're, they're feeling the altitude the balls definitely fly a lot a lot more and uh it is something you have to get used to so you're in the pac 12 like that so that's a power five conference one of the biggest conferences in the country and obviously playing schools like usc ucla uh university of oregon and, and utah How's that? What was that whole experience like? Having to travel west all the time, you're going back a couple of hours uh, in in the time zone. You're seeing some of the biggest universities in the countries with the likes of USC and UCLA. What was that whole experience like? 
Yeah, it was definitely good to see those schools, I guess. Like, you hear, like, the big names, Stanford, USC, Cal. But I think while we were there, we didn't really, well, me personally, I didn't really take notice of it. I was just caught up with the with my teammate. I was caught up in, in a job, the job that we had to do. We're not, we're not going there to have a look at the big schools or be in Cali, nice weather. We're, we're there to do a job and, and get, get a win. So I think it wasn't really, you don't really take notice of, of where you are or what, what school you're in. You're sort of just focused on, on the tennis. Because, I mean, when, when you go into a new campus, a new school, it can kind of, it can be intimidating. As you say, when when, te- when schools go and play you guys, it, it's, you know, it's, it's intimidating the whole environment, the whole structure of yeah. college tennis. It's so different to playing, you know, ITFs yeah. in, in, in small, you know, <laughs> city to city, yeah. you know, some of those smaller yeah, towns. Definitely. But what are your thoughts for the upcoming season? Just super excited. I've injured myself while playing Jesus over the summer. But uh, yeah, on on the road back to recovery now, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just super excited for for the season coming because really pumped to to work for my spot in singles and, and pumped to to do well in doubles again. And yeah, just just super pumped, super pumped for, to meet the new the new freshies and and we have a new coach that's come into a uh, new assistant coach Alexander Free and uh, yeah, super pumped to get working with him and see all the boys again. Well, I'm pumped to see uh, you play over on the live stream and also catch up with you over the course of the season we'd love you to come on our uh, college segment on the first serve so all the best for the collegiate season eric thanks so much for coming on our on episode seven of play usa and we'll speak to you soon thanks Lockie. appreciate it a big thank you to eric for coming on our play usa podcast we wish him all the best uh, as he jets off to the u.s for his sophomore year at the university of arizona Also, have a look out for Eric uh, on our college segment as well. We look forward to catching up with him through the year. Tennis is a top five sport for Australian student athletes studying at US colleges and universities. The United States college system is a great fit for students who want to play their sport at a competitive level while studying for a degree. And Education USA can help you as you explore these options. Education USA is your official source on US higher education. In Australia, there are three offices located at U.S. consulates in Melbourne, Sydney, and Perth. With over 4,000 U.S. colleges and universities to choose from, there'll be one that meets your academic and athletic profile. Education USA provides programs and resources to help you get to a U.S. college. Connect by searching online for Education USA Australia. And that's a wrap for this episode. We look forward to bringing you our next edition, episode 8, our September edition at the start of next month. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and subscribe to our YouTube channel.